All right, you ready? Yep. Already ready. Christmas, Christmas pie. For my real fans. Cheers, dog. Merry Christmas. Back for another one. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Damn, that's oh, crazy. We started this shit in summer, dude. We're on our way. Episode We're 19. almost famous, dog. What's crazy? We're almost famous. It's December 25th. Merry Christmas. Imagine that. It's December 25th. You look outside. It's snowing. Depending on where you are, there might be a couple of crackheads outside eating oh. ramen noodles dry. In Salt Lake. <laughs> Anywhere. There's it's three good. feet of snow. You just woke up at 5 a.m. Can't even get some morning pound town. What? This is <laughs> just let them talk. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas, man. All right, here we go. Christmas what are you doing today? today? Because obviously we're not filming this on Christmas, but it's coming out Christmas. So what is our i What are we doing on Christmas Day? What What's your day on Christmas Ooh, Day? That's a good question. Yeah, ideal mm-hmm. Christmas Day. Not ideal. What are you going to be doing on the twenty fifth in a in, in a week? Oh, not ideal. No, not ideal. We'll we'll do what are you going to be doing, and then what are you going to what would was your ideal Christmas? Oh, so Christmas Day is uh, you know what's crazy about it mm-hmm. is the football game. They all end on football. <clears throat> I don't remember Christmas Day being a football day. Usually, it seems like it's Thanksgiving. Always, Thanksgiving is a uh, football day. Yeah. From growing up, what I remember is uh, Christmas is an NBA day. Your best NBA games are on Christmas. NBA fucking sucks now, dude. I know. In league champion LA, like, I agree. They were going off about that. I'm like, cool, you got a fucking special award. Fucking Usually, fuck. though, like the NBA season starts and it's kind of slow, and then Christmas is like your big games, mm. and then from Christmas, mm. you're you're rocking. That's when the season actually starts, right? Yeah. Uh, What's crazy is it seems like the NFL decided, nah, we'll we'll take Christmas back. Yeah. Not even back. We, we own Christmas now. Yeah. NBA sucks. We're coming back. Well, we're, dur- we're, we're taking it. So during the pandemic, mm-hmm. they started doing games on Christmas. I don't know if you read any of this stuff. They started doing football games, NFL games on Christmas Day. And they were like trifold of the viewers yeah. of NBA games. Yeah. And the NFL was like, well, hold on a second. Yeah. I thought NBA owned this day. Right. And the NFL went, mm, I think we can own this day. So to answer your question, a lazy day. Ooh. Dude, I'm a lazy day Christmas Ooh. guy. Always a lazy yeah. day. Yeah. I don't know what people do on Christmas Day. It's always been a lazy day. Like families. I don't know what families do. Yeah. When I was growing up, you don't know what families do. No, you don't have a family. So when I was growing up, on we did everything on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. and so it was pretty cool actually because we would always come home at night and then we would open all the presents. Like everything would happen Christmas Eve night, mm-hmm. and the idea behind it at one point, my dad was like, "This will be super cool because on Christmas morning, it, it sounds like looking back, like the most." Ad- like adult parenting yeah, choice ever for sure because he spun it to us yeah. like you know why this is going to be awesome mm-hmm. you get to open all your presents at night and you get to wake up in the morning and play with them mm-hmm. and we were like well hell yeah dude hell let's go yeah, and i think from a parent's point they're like we can do all the fun stuff at night mm-hmm. and we can sleep in the morning yeah, yeah. and don't have to wake up and i don't a know kid, what kid you're like 
cool, open all my stuff a day early, put it in a corner, and then wake go up to be- sleep, yeah. and then wake up and play with it. Mm-hmm. Parents are like, yeah, yeah, that sounds pretty good. So we do everything. Growing up, we did everything on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam did everything very stereotypical, like one present on Christmas Eve. Yeah, and then we do everything <clears throat> on Christmas. People don't hate stereotypes, uh, except for when they're about race. And then I like them. Yeah, I don't like white stereotypes. Why? They're so boring. What do you mean? Yeah, we're going to open one present tonight and tomorrow. The funniest thing was is so we started out. Is that your white voice? Mm-hmm. Mm. We started out opening presents. Well, no. So what ap- what happened was when we were growing up, it was like all right, one present, and we'd open one present. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we didn't want to stop. Yeah. And my parents were like, "Well, who wants to stop with one present? I know that's like even with a chick. Yeah. Who wants to stop with just the bra? Yeah. No." I want the panties too. Well, so what ended up happening was like, all right, we'll do one more. All right, we'll do one more. And the next thing they're like, ah, oh, tonight we're doing everything. <laughs> it was like this crazy thing. And the next year they're like, oh, that was crazy. We didn't have to wake up early. Like, let's do that again. So my whole childhood, we just did everything on Christmas. Didn't have to Eve. hassle to get the kids to sleep the night before. Yeah. So, yeah. so when you say like, oh, what are you going to do on Christmas? Mm-hmm. I'm like pre pre petitioned. Ooh. That's getting cut. Pre. No, leave this in. What's the word I'm trying to say? I don't know. But you're retarded right now. Pre. Conditioned. Oh, is that what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. 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 yeah what was I trying to say? That I don't know. <laughs> leave, leave that in, though. <laughs> pre perditioned Pre perdition. Pre conditioned. Pre conditioned. There you go. To just want to knock it out on Christmas Eve and then just have a lazy day Sunday. Mm. So that's a long way of saying I'm going to do a lazy day on Christmas. You ain't doing shit. No, watch football. Yeah. So I saw the the uh, most interesting question, dude. <laughs> the most interesting man in the world. It was one of those, like, would you do this or would you do that questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ready? Oh, I like those questions. I'm going to rip it off because I just saw someone else on a podcast doing it. But okay. I never heard that question before. And I was yeah. like, damn, that's a good and question. You don't know what I would answer. So I want you to ask me. Like, ask me. All right. You ready? Ready. You want a thousand? Oh, no. So the question is, right now, oh, fuck. you want $100,000 right now, mm-hmm. or you want to flip a coin for $10 million? Fuck. Um, I write you a check right now, $100,000. Or I flip this coin, you call heads, I give you $10 million. I'm flipping the coin. I don't have I don't have a hundred grand right now, and I don't have ten million right now. So, worst case scenario is I am just where I'm at right now, and my life is pretty decent right now. I like it. It's, it can get better, and I'll make it better. But hmm, my life's not horrible. Be a hundred thousand dollars. I'm not a ho- homeless street rat. Hundred thousand dollars dropped in your bank account right now, or nothing, or ten million. Yeah, or ten million. Fuck it. Chance of nothing. I I risk that shit all day long. Flip Dude, I that do the fucking same coin, thing, bro. Flip that fucking coin. I do the same Fuck thing. Fuck hundred grand. I do the same thing. Yeah. So Fuck that hundred grand. Apparently, everybody who answers that question mm-hmm. from the thing I was watching, mm-hmm. everybody says, "Give me the hundred grand." Really? And I'm like, "Yeah, I yeah, get that. I get it too." Yeah. But a hundred thousand dollars isn't. So I do the same thing you. What's do. gonna do? I take the I take the the yeah. coin flip. Yeah. 
but because a hundred thousand dollars would be awesome. Yeah. I mean, you've got yeah. security and stuff like that. Right, right. But it's not a game changer for the rest of your life. No, no, no. It's an awesome thing, but well, I still got to work. It could be like if you if you set it up the right way, like it could be it could yeah. set you up within the next fifteen years. Invested, right, right, right. So. Yeah, but it's not like right immediately. Like boom, game changer. Give me that shot for that ten mil. Yeah, give me that shot for that ten. I know a lot of people that take yeah. that hundred thousand. Yeah, and the hundred thousand be nice. Yeah, but I can't retire. I can't quit my job. I can't nope. do my passion. Like I, yeah, I used to go to work. I just got a yeah. nice buffer. I'm not gonna lose my home. Right. But ten mil. Mm-hmm. Bye. Yeah, ten million. I'm saying a lot of fuck yous. <laughs> I'm done. Dude. I'm saying a lot of fuck yous, man. When I was stealing pennies and chance. nickels to buy hot dogs at Seven yeah. Eleven, I'd take that hundred gram. I'm not flipping that coin. My life could be the same right now, or I could have ten million. No, this life sucks. I don't want this life right now. Give me the hundred thousand dollars immediately. Definitely, there was a point in my life, hundred thousand, and it would have done nothing for you. It, I was broke as hell. Yeah, but it would have done nothing for it you. It wouldn't have done nothing for me for my entire future. Yeah, but it would have taken me from eating hot dogs at Seven Eleven to maybe having a decent apartment and some money in the bank. And- exactly, having a decent apartment and eating out. Where you shouldn't have been eating and buying things you probably shouldn't have been buying, and like money would have been gone within a year. Yeah, I don't spend money like that. No, you would have then, though. I don't know, dude. Because I you think would have you, then. I think when you come from a poor mindset and you get money, at least me, I'm like, I'm not ever being poor again. Now, because you worked your way out of being poor. No, nah, but the second I started getting money, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm never. Being that broke again Well yeah but because you worked for it, it There's a difference of just Kinda but It's just going from I'm eating hot dogs at 7-Eleven To I have a hundred grand in my account right now You go that The switch goes like that And it goes like I'm not fucking eating hot dogs at 7-Eleven I'm having filet mignon I'm Maybe you dude not me No I wouldn't be I mean maybe a couple nice dinners or something like that But Car I'm not a car guy, dude. I think I'm blessed that way. Okay, a car. What? Any kind of car. What? $30,000 a car? I don't know. Well, no, think about it. $30,000 no. a car? And you wouldn't buy yourself a new car? Well, if I only had hundred grand, a third of it on a car? I don't think so. House? That's what I mean, dude, is that a hundred grand is not enough to change your life. But that's what I was saying. But it's it's enough it'd, be to, gone, it'd be gone within a year. But that's what I mean when you're poor, poor like that, like where you have, like where you end up with like forty bucks, and you're like, I don't know. It depends how you operate yourself. yourself. Reward there, yourself there's two moments in my life that I felt like were great, great moments, yeah. uh, and they were very hard moments in my life. Yeah. So when people talk about stuff like, "What does God let bad stuff happen?" or "I went through a hard time. Why should I have to go through that?" I'm like, "Well, you're discounting the growth that you get yeah. when you go through a hard time." For sure. And a couple of the 100%. biggest. A couple of the biggest lessons I've learned have been in the hardest times. And when you're in the gravy times, you really don't learn much. You no. just sort of keep You're just kind of like just cussing going through. Yeah, it's one of the most immature, like, mm-hmm. if there's a God, why would he let bad stuff happen? Why wouldn't he? I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> well, why wouldn't he? Like, why? <clears throat> That's the craziest thing that people say to me, too. Like, I, I, I hear that all the time. Well, why would he let all this stuff happen? It's like, why wouldn't he? Why do you... Are you just being a parent? Like, I don't always shield my kids from everything. Right. Like, it's like, no, no, no. All right. 
You don't want to listen? I told you. Don't run around. Around the fucking fire pit. I told you once. It's kind of common sense. Now I'm going to let your ass fall in the fire. But I hear really, really intelligent, smart people Mm -hmm. use that... um, uh, Statement when it comes to it's like a victim mentality statement, dude. Yeah, it feels that way a little bit. Where it's like, well, if there is a God, why would and and, and real real shit? Some of it is, why would you let my brother die? Why would you let my father? If there was a God, why would he let this? Hundred. Right. I mean, you can't discount that stuff. Like your heart goes out for it a hundred percent all day long. Does it though? What do you mean, the heart go out? Well, I'm just saying, like. Do you have to feed into the, if there was a God, why did he let this happen? Or can you really like dive into it and kind of look and look, look, hey, God's going to let everybody make their own choices, right? God's going to let things happen as they happen. And things happen as they happen for a reason. And they just happen, it's just a, a, a process that happens. And it's not like when... A tragedy happens with somebody, let's say, whatever it may be. Um, I'll, I'll kind of use my experience on this. My brother passed away in Afghanistan. Initially, yes, I thought that way. I was like, why would God let, you know, my brother, such a good guy, like, good person, like, yeah. Right. I came up with all the reasons of why would God let this happen to him. Why? He's, and if he would... Right. Then he's a bad God. Right. And if, and if or, would, or there is no God. Yeah. Either, no God either there's no God or he's a bad God or yada, yada, yada. Right. Instead of just going back and, and kind of like looking at it logically, it's like God doesn't play a hand in those things. This is a drawn out process over a long, long period of time that got that person to that point in their life. And that happened. Right. It's natural and it happens when somebody commits suicide. It's not like one day God was like, all right, now I need to step in. Mm-hmm. No. God was there the whole time. He's there the whole time. But you have to let things happen as they happen. And, and it's, it, I don't know. It's like, it, it sucks. Like, it does suck. Like, I'm like, gosh, dude, that sucks, man, that that happened. Um, with my brother, I miss him every day. I love him every day. Um, it, it sucks, but at the same time, there's, there's not really anybody to blame. I, I went through a lot of blame stuff with, in the, the initial part. I blamed where he was at. He was, right. he died in Afghanistan. I blamed them. I'm like, fuck those motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. And it's like, I don't blame them for what? For, like, why am I blaming somebody for an action that was started way prior to that actual incident when it happened? It takes a lot the of maturity, incident, though. The incident where you're at, happens. But what you're talking about right now, uh, I would say, dude, most people don't ever get to that point to be able to step out from the emotion, mm-hmm. especially what you went through. I mean, I put that up against... The most in- intense thing anybody could go through, mm. losing a brother. In my mind now, how I feel, the person that was placing 
that bomb was just as scared as my brother was patrolling the street when they're in, in their respective moments. Right. Right. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So that's where I've come to like in my mentality. It's like that person that's placing or whatever happened, Mm -hmm. like placing the bomb or or getting stuff set was just as scared and nervous as my brother was when he was patrolling the streets. It's perspective, right? And we diminish other perspectives so often. It's like, no, our soldiers are out there fighting. They're giving their lives and stuff like that. It's like, yes, they are, 100%. I don't take that away from anything. But there's also people that are living there, in their mind, protecting Mm -hmm. their stuff, just as scared. Or, scared. or being forced to do something they don't want right. to do because just as scared, like the 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 level of intensity on both sides is just as high, right? It, it's Honestly, bro, I it's crazy. I couldn't get to that point. Yeah. I could get to a point where you're at where you're like not traumatized by it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could get to that point of looking at the other person and having compassion for him. That's what I'm saying is that you are running at a different maturity level mentally mm. in that that specific situation that I think most people do. Because I think most people are like, they just leave it as like, if there was a God, he wouldn't do this. Mm. They don't even go past that to empathy for, honestly, to the fact that you're going empathy towards the person that might have put the bomb down is respectable, but I don't think most people can get to that point. Mm. I don't even know how you got to that point, honestly. That's a, I don't know. I just think about it like if I don't know. I, I yeah. I just think about the whole backstory of the line. It's like imagine being in a family and it was like your family's telling you one thing. Yeah. Everything everything you're growing up with is being told to you one way of like, hey, these people are coming. They're taking your home. They're going to kill you. They're going to rape your mom. They're going to rape your sister. They're going to yeah. kill me. They're going to do anything. If you don't do this, right. we're all dead. Right. And you're out there bearing this thing that that could blow you up while as you're trying to bury it. Have you, you always and you're, and you're just fucking freaking out like, oh my God, I'm trying to save my family, but I'm scared as fuck right now but because when, if this doesn't work, my family's dead too. My whole family's dead. But you got that perspective early on or like way later no, um, after you process through I'd say take it took probably a good like three or four years. And then I just, I just because I was so angry, dude, I was so mad. And I, I just, I, yeah, right. it was so crazy. And I, and I just started trying to understand. And it, I think it was actually when I started going to Eastlake. Um, oh, that far after? Yeah, it was pretty far after. And I and I started listening to your dad a lot and just started listening to kind of from what I took from pretty much every time I ever went to Eastlake was God wasn't um, like um, he wasn't a statue that everybody got to go and praise and touch. And right. Everybody got the same view and the same feeling when they touched that statue. It was, that's not what God was. Um, the view that I got was God is in you, and it's your um, job to figure out who God was. And if you put in the work 
and you took the time to like try to figure that out, you'll 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 probably never get to the point where you can figure out who God is. But in that process, you figure out who you are. And then that's the like that's the spiritual journey. And what's crazy to to go back to the Christmas stuff is that this time of year so like it's fun like Christmas? We're, we're back on Christmas? Well like what we were talking about like we want like oh let's talk about Christmas mm-hmm. let's be upbeat let's not be negative mm-hmm. but the actual turn point is, is like there's a lot of people right now mm-hmm. this is the wor- they're dreading this yeah. time of year this is a hard time for me that's what I mean that's what I'm gonna yeah. add like this time of year yeah. is not always like bubble gum and presents and f- jumping up like no a lot of times I'm I've grown to be kind of not indifferent, but I'm not like super excited or super bummed. I don't really have a lot of trauma about Christmas or mm-hmm. it's just kind of like family time. Yeah. And it can be good or bad. Yeah. But I know a lot of people that have been dreading like, oh my God, Christmas is coming. And it's not just like financial stuff. Like a lot of times it's like, oh, I got to see the family, people mm-hmm. that are indi- uh, indifferent with their parents. Like yeah. this is not always the mm-hmm. home alone, let's watch Elf decorate the tree time for people. Everybody has an expectation. If the expectation isn't met, then somebody's upset. Right? But not even in the and expectation, though. What I'm saying is like it's a time then that family gets together. Well, I'm, well, that's what I'm saying. But sometimes that, that doesn't. Equate to an easy family get together. No, I think they're anticipating a bad family get together. Oh, like they're looking at like we never get along. Oh, I have to see my mom. Like people, not I don't even know the percentage, but I feel like there's a high percentage of people that as you go into the holiday season, they're dreading it. Yeah, like when we go into summer and we're like pool, barbecue, hot dogs out in the sun. Like we're always looking for it's summer. Let's go. Let's go. And I think there's people like. During the holidays, they're like, oh, presents and snow and yeah. music. Let's go. And I think there's a plenty of people that are like, I, uh, this is traumatic for me. Like, yeah. my household sucked growing up. Yeah. I got to see Uncle John, who f- is drunk all the time and talk to me a certain way. I like, love drunk Uncle John, though. Yeah, Come but not way. if he diddled your booty hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, I'm like, fucking Chimo John That's not drunk Uncle John That's Chimo John mm. Yeah we call him Chimos here Not fucking What is Chimo Chimo Fucking Chimo Lester Oh Chimo oh, You ever heard that No Oh shit Chimos dude That's what I call them Chimos well, that's what Or I said. sickos Or fucking creeps oh, Here we go Fucking pedos <laughs> Here we go Fucking sickos <laughs> Fucking six fucking butthole diddlers, six feet in the ground. Yeah, six feet in the ground. Yeah, I put one. I'd do it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's not what I want to talk about. But well, but I but, but I would. What I, but what I'm saying is like, would you? I, well, of course. Well, of course. Risk it. Risk the life to put one in. Whose life? Your life. Why would I risk my life? Go to prison. Would you go to prison to put a bullet in a chimo's head? Now that is a hard question. You walk in. So let's talk about some chimos molesting. Oh, during Avery. Christmas episode. All right, let's give it thirty seconds and then we'll move on because this is we'll, we'll, okay. Thirty seconds. All right. You walk in. Somebody's molesting Avery. You put a bull in his head or not? Yes. Okay. Yeah. What's your happiest Christmas year that you had that you can remember? Like the happiest, the the one Christmas that you remember that was like, bro, that was the Christmas. That was the Christmas. 
Uh, I got uh my first electric guitar. My grandpa, who just passed away, we call him Papa. Mm-hmm. Um, he bought me my first electric guitar. That'd probably be like the most like, because it's one of those things you're like, I'll never get anything. Not like gift. That. Yeah, but that was the that was the Christmas. That so, was the Christmas. Yeah, tell me about the experience. What was oh, around the no, experience? That was it. Just opening it. Just a gift? You guys didn't hang out together? Mm-hmm. He wasn't even there. Yeah, but you, you family didn't hang out together? I don't know. As a kid, like, I don't really... Like, I feel like the time... Like, what you're talking about is not gifts. Like, what's your best Christmas, like... No, your best Christmas Christmas experience. The yeah. best year of Christmas. Yeah. And I don't... Like, I don't even know how to qualify that. Mm-hmm. As a kid, I would just qualify by, like, what was my best gift? Mm-hmm. Like I don't like oh snuggling with my mom like yeah. I don't remember that stuff see, yeah see that's so that's pretty nuts like because like it's that kind of brings up a cool point because like I I have like a lot of envy like in your family dynamic growing up like just the consistency like you know with your parents your family like just being close and like just having that like time your whole life and stuff but I don't remember any gifts that I got. Like, I, I don't remember Growing any up. gifts. Yeah, but I do remember one Christmas because when, when my whole family, like, basically moved out here to Salt Lake, we had this one Christmas party. It was, it, 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 that was the Christmas. It was in this old house in Sugar House, and everybody was there. Aunts, uncles, cousins, grandmas. Whose side of the family was it? Uh, and what age were you? So at that time, I was probably five or six. And it was like it was it was just dope. Like everybody was together, whole family. Like just a big Christmas party. What's that? You you're talking. Didn't, you didn't say talking, what side the like what side moms. the family? Yeah. Well, my mom's. Yeah, my mom's. Or who? Blood mom. Yeah, my blood mom. Um, blue, blue, blue. <laughs> you my boy. He wasn't blue? there yet. No. Oh. <laughs> That's what I said. Blue was there. Was five dog. <laughs> I don't know who he is. Uh, so. Uh, no, it was, yeah, mainly my mom's side, like just aunts, uncles, but like it was, it was my mom's side in the sense that it was like all the aunts and then all their like boyfriends or husbands at the time. Yeah, <laughs> and then but like grandparents, like it, it was just a dope Christmas party. We just all had a great time. We we're just playing around. Yeah. We were all just old enough to where the parents could get a little tipsy and not really worry about like you know having to watch babies and shit i think i don't know hmm. uh, my aunt got us like is uh, your dad there uh like my real dad mm-hmm. no um my chris dad was there yeah was he with your mom still uh-huh yeah they were still oh, together. what five yeah really yeah up until i was hmm. 11 what so. made it so good it was just great dude we just we just had i had all my cousins there all the family members there. We just, we had a lot of fun. We just, everybody's just hanging out, having a good time. Um, yeah. Five it years was just, old. It was just such a really, really good, that was, that was, that's like the Christmas that I remember. Yeah. Like I remember at that age growing up with my cousins around, like everybody around, like being able to go over and do things at different people's houses and seeing people that were familiar to right. me all the time. And then it was very short after that. Uh, I'd say maybe a year when that stuff just started breaking up Went to shit. And, and and people moved here, people moved here. And, and so 
from there just kind of felt like that nomad thing. But mm. um, that was like the one, and I I would I would agree. I think I think I would agree that um, any family members that were in that time would agree like that was the one. Like for every no drama. It's weird, dude. Like, just so you're saying, like, everyone has their own stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's so difficult. And what's so difficult is, like, when you get into friendships and, and relationships and marriage and stuff like that, like, you think every, like, we've all gone through similar stuff. Like, it, but you just process stuff so differently. Because, yeah. and, and, and you grow up so differently. So, like, what you're saying, that, what you're describing as your best Christmas, mm-hmm. that's actually the Christmas I've always wanted. Yeah. It's just wild because mm-hmm. you're like, I'm jealous. Mm-hmm. I have heard this so many times with so many people. Like, this guy's jealous of this guy. Yeah. And that guy's jealous of this guy. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, yeah. I've never had a Christmas that wasn't just the four of us. Yeah. And I've always been like, God, I wish I had, like, five cousins. Like, yeah. I hear about yeah. Austin at work and people talk like, my best friend's my cousin. Yeah. I'm like, your best friend's your cousin. Like, yeah. I don't even talk to my cousins. Yeah. I don't even know my cousins. Yeah. I see them once every five years. If right. I go see them, they don't come see me. Yeah. But I'd be like, God, what it would be like to have cousins and family and yeah. big family. But we were always just a little foursome. Yeah. But there were some benefits of that because I always felt like, all right, this, this is my pack. Well, That's what I love about now, too. Like, even bringing the uh, boys over that other night. That was dope. Like, I love that. Like, and I love that. When we pulled up outside, Zane's like, Pono. Yeah. Like, he knows, like, hey, this is. And Avery asked me the other day, he's like, is Capono really my uncle? And I was like, yeah, he's pretty much your uncle. It's not by blood, but he's he's just. He, when he grows up, sorry for any of my family that watch, but you're more of an uncle to him than any of my cousins or whatever it will be, right? Because that's how we grew up. It's like cousin is your uncle too, right. right? But that's the thing. It's like you just build where you're at, and yeah, it was like awesome too to bring the kids over here and do the uh, Santa thing, dude. That was sick, dude. Like Zane walking in and just <laughs> seeing Santa sit there, I could just tell on his face. He's like, "What in the fuck is going on? That's Santa Claus." <laughs> I want him. <laughs> yeah. He's ah. straight up, straight up hug. I was like, dude, yeah. So that shit is, that's why I'm saying like right now, when we flip back to the hundred grand or 10 million, I don't need hundred grand. My life's good right now. I'll mm-hmm. take 10 million if on a coin flip, but other than that, I'm good right now. I have a lot of people. And I, even, I have a lot of people in my life that I care about. Like, everybody knows who they are that I care about. I may not see you every day. I may not talk to you every day. Everybody knows if I care about you, I care about you. But I have a, a fairly close-knit group that I spend my time with now. Um, and I'm good with that. Uh, I'm good with that. Um, I'm looking forward to Christmas. Uh, I'm looking forward to Christmas Eve. Um, and seeing um, some people that I that I care about, uh, I plan on coming by and seeing you guys uh, on Christmas Eve. Uh, I look forward to waking up on Christmas morning with my kids. Everything's everything's going pretty good. 
Yeah. yeah. I'm glad for it, too. Like, I saw this video. You might have seen it. I wish I had it to throw it up. And it was this little kid watching his buddy open up. Uh, it wasn't a The shoes? Thing. Was it shoes? Yeah, um, his buddy's and and, his buddy went off, like, and his like, buddy's oh. like, "Yeah, baby, yeah!" yeah. And yeah. they were like, "Get a friend like this, yeah, dude!" Like, so happy yeah. for his friend, yeah, yeah. just like little kids, just yeah. like got these Jordans, yeah, yeah. and the other kids like, <laughs> yeah, "Yeah, yeah, baby, you yeah, got it, you got go. it, you got it." Yeah. He was so happy for the yeah. kid. I was like, "That's who I want to be, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I want to be the guy yeah. that's like, oh, you got and a job, have that- a guy." You you got a job that's two fifty a year, yeah. three hundred a year. Fuck yeah, yeah. Dude. Rather yeah. than just like talking shit yeah. or anything like that. I'm like, why do you make two fifty a year? What do you do? Yeah, uh-huh. you're not better than me. Like what? I saw the kid. I'm like, dude. I took a lesson from a six year old little dude. kid. Try to take lessons from kid. We should we should take lessons from kids. All the time, he was so happy for his buddy. Just giving him knuckles fuck. and hugs, kids like don't think you got don't it, bro. Think anything, but, but I feel like that right now, bro. I feel like that right now too, man. That's, like, why I, that's why I feel good. Yeah. If it happens to you, it happens to me. I'm yeah. stoked about for it for sure. Uh, that's how I feel too, man. When people are going out for the Christmas stuff and they're going out to visit the family, I know that it might be stressful, might be, but just remember how you actually feel about those people. Remember how you actually feel about the people that you're going to visit. And yes, you may not agree with everything that they do or they say or anything like that. But just think of them as the human that you know them of and enjoy their company for that one day that you get to spend with them. Fuck it. Who cares? You know Uncle Jerry's gonna get hammered drunk. Enjoy that shit. <laughs> just, just enjoy it, man. Have some fun and enjoy some time with the the people that you don't get to see every single day. Because we surround ourselves with obviously the people that we want to be with every single day, and sometimes those people that we still care about, we don't see every day. Take that day to enjoy that little bit of time that you get with them because to them they might look at it completely different and be like damn I miss this person I didn't get to see this person for you know six months and I get to see him today though they might be excited about it right so be excited with them about it like enjoy it RFK baby RFK baby yeah. hey pot over Merry Christmas. Dang, you're oh, Christmas Day. So shit. Christmas Day. Nothing. Hey, have some fun. Open some presents. Get some none none. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For my real fans. <laughs> <laughs>